beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit. Sunday Showfly Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Carmen. Got the co-host, the immortal Aaron Downtown Brown. Hey, hey. Uh, no commish, but he did give you his picks. That's right. I got him handy. I think he's hiding. He doesn't want to face the music. <laughs> my, my dominance is starting to just get ridiculous in these contests. I, 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 I literally just even, I didn't put a captain lineup in because I almost feel bad for you guys. At this point. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, this is about the time. This is this is about the time we gotta. I gotta start switching. You know, putting my big boy pants up a little bit and uh, stop playing cute and turn it up a notch. <laughs> yeah, now's the time. With the you know time to make a run. That's right. So I I guess I'll get into it with the told you so's and uh, the game didn't turn out the way I was hoping. As a Giants fan, I'll tell you that, uh, but. Uh, Daniel Jones did put on one heck of a performance with uh, 29 fantasy points, two touchdowns, one rushing, one passing, and 340 yards for a solid 29-point effort. And he was a pretty cheap quarterback. So getting 30 points out of him when he was, like, in that low-tier range for pricing, he had the flaming symbol. So Daniel Jones, uh, my top, told you so. Yeah, that was a good pick. I think that was – I think that was Danny Dimes' uh, career high in passing yards, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely for this year. I don't know about if his career or not, but um, good week to have him. Um, I have commissions, told you so. He had Christian Watson as a captain in that Packers lineup. But the only uh, only thing to write home about if you're a, a Packers fan right now. <laughs> but uh, that's – what is that? That's like five touchdowns in two games, so that's pretty good. So good call there, Kamish. And uh, for me, I just I got to go on a little soapbox here. Um, I got a big I wrote down a big old zilch for my told you so's uh, from last week. It was probably my worst DraftKings lineup week I've ever had ever playing DraftKings. And yeah, I know I know you're you're pretty happy getting the dub again last week. But try to be a little um, try to be a little unbiased here. If I told you I had Barkley. Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, Kenyon Drake from last week's matchup, and uh, David Montgomery in a lineup. How would you feel normally in most most weeks? <laughs> I'd say pretty good. I'd say pretty darn good. Yeah. So I, I was I was feeling some type of way last week. That was probably one of the cr- worst fantasy weeks I I could have expected. Like when you when you I mean like. Kenyon Drake, we all, everybody thought oh. he was just going to blow up. And I mean, Montgomery, I had, and just a couple things. But man, yeah, yeah, for this show from last week, I don't have any told you so's because big and disappointing. I mean, Vikings dropped a big old goose egg. And I mean, that, even CeeDee Lamb, I mean, they didn't even need to start, they didn't even need to throw it. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that back and forth <laughs> game. <laughs> it was not a game of the week. So, I mean, I'm just, I guess I'm more of a, not a told you so, just a complaining fest this week because there are some <laughs> weird, weird events that happened this past week. So I'm hoping to bounce back this week. Well, I also, I also have one more told you so, uh, if you allow me here. And uh, that was the New England Patriots defense coming in off the bye. I remember saying I liked them a lot uh, against the Jets. 17 points, 
They got four sacks. They only allowed six points, and they got a tutty. So that was my second told you so, 17 points on New England Patriots defense. Nice. Yeah, that's true. And they gave you that little kiss at the end at the uh, the punt return. So good call there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, 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 I took it. So I guess we'll get right into it. And um, and we went Aaron, – Aaron, downtown Brown, what – What's what's so big about this upcoming week? What's going on? Ooh, we Something got a big, big old gobble, 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 gobble action going on. Gobble, gobble, gobble. So we decided to just go all Turkey Day, right? That's stay, right. We're going to stay festive here at Sunday Show Fire, and we went Turkey Day games. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll get right into my bullish buys, and I don't know – I'm gonna. You're gonna notice a theme when we when we get into when we get into lineups. I don't know if it's my angst about last week and how the Lions just beat up on the Giants in a, a complete trap game. The Giants did a no show. So I guess my number one bullish buy in. I'm gonna. I'm going with Josh Allen, quarterback. Who's he playing against? The Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. Would we? Can we all agree? that Josh Allen's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, would you say that he's probably a better runner of the football than Daniel Jones, or at least at the same level? I'd say so, yeah. Well, Daniel Jones threw 340 yards against the Lions, and he ran for 55. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and Buffalo's already in Detroit. So it's not like there's an issue with travel. They're already, they're right. already there. Already there. So I think Buffalo squeaked a little bit last week because of the travel and all that stuff. But boy, oh boy, the Lions, you can't guess where they're ranked against quarterbacks and DraftKings. <laughs> Is this our favorite old uh, 32 number? Number 32. <laughs> so I went with, uh, I went with uh, Josh Allen, 8,000. He was, I think he's the highest quarterback on the, on the Turkey Day uh, docket, but I'll gladly pay the 8000 because I think he's got 400 yards and a couple tutties in him <laughs> this week. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, this is one that, I mean, for all three on the same show, I got Commission's pick here, and he also went Josh Allen. And uh, no, from, you know, no surprise here, but I also have Josh Allen in my lineup <laughs> too. I mean, I think – I think when you talk these special lineups, you know, when we're doing just turkey turkey games, you really got it. I know there's a lot of times we try to get the valuable quarterback, but when you only, when you only got three games to pick from, I mean, you, you're cutting down your chances, right? So I like getting top tier quarterbacks in these these type of lineups. Um, so yeah, I love Josh Allen over under in that game's like 53 points, and probably a heavy part of that will be on the Buffalo side. Um, and then yeah, just to the Detroit. Uh, side of things like have you uh are you a fan of jenga yeah the game where you pull the blocks out exactly exactly so yeah i i I feel like detroit's like a good example their defense is like that jenga tower where they've like held on to a couple weird decently good defensive games but they're a jenga tower collapse waiting to happen where they're gonna go right back to (laughs) <laughs> being the Detroit Lions, uh, and I think uh, Josh Allen's gonna pull that last piece out. So, um, yeah, that's my best analogy there. So, I like Josh Allen. I think we all three have him um, against the Jenga Tower uh, Detroit Lions. So, good call there. 
Yeah, so I said I, I'm going to put on my big boy pants this week, and I, I took a you know hard look in uh, this lineup of games and uh, you know Vegas odds and whatnot, and I'm going to go a little unconventional here, but I like it a lot. For my bullish buy that I want, I want people to get in their lineups this week is Amon Ross St. Brown. He's $6,600 in your DraftKings lineup. Um, you know, we, we did say that, you know, we can see a beat down coming with Buffalo, but what that means on the Detroit side of things is like, it's just got Amon raw written all over it. Right. Like he's going to, I, I'm going to guess he has 15 targets <laughs> somewhere in the range between 12 to 15 targets. Um, I mean, I love, I love the over 53 points. I think it's just game script win for win to happen for Amon raw. So I don't see a scenario unless he, you know, knock on wood, he gets hurt that he's not involved with the game. So I love the volume opportunity. I love the over. I want to get a lot of pieces in this game. And, you know, if you're, if you're trying to play the odds, like, you know, Buffalo is going to score, right? So getting Allen in your lineup's great. Right. But then getting at least one piece of Detroit in there, that that's my strategy. And I'm going Amon raw uh, with mine there. So I'm pretty cheap bullish buy this week. I'm going 6,600 Amon raw. Okay, but so but you actually you already said you got Allen too. So you got two. I got Allen too. Yeah, I'm gonna throw my second one out there now. Anyways, I got Stefan Diggs. So it looks like we're all on the Lions Bills game early. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I like Amon St. Brown. I mean, I got him in my uh, keeper PPR league, and he's just continues to get volume, volume, volume. And to your point, Mister Brown. He's going to get lots of it this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I love it. Good call. Like it. Do you want to uh, jump right into the uh, the next segment there? Yeah, yeah. We'll go right into too deep uh, with defenses here. And this is one. This will be an easy one for me and Kamish because we actually picked the same defense here. I mean, not a whole lot of choices, obviously, but um, we're going with the lowest uh, over out of the three games on Turkey Day. And that's New England at Minnesota. The 40, it's 42 points. Uh, we actually both went with uh, the Vikings D here. And, uh, you know, we talk about not being a homer. Kamish uh, went against his beloved Patriots. But, I mean, kind of to the, that point is, yeah, we kind of just saw that Jets-Patriots game that, you know, Patriots couldn't really score, Jets couldn't score, low-scoring low game. I, I think they kept saying neither team went over past the 50-yard line for – most of the game, or if not all the game. Um, so to that point, I mean, the Vikings, uh, you know, with if you take out last week against the Cowboys, I mean, you can maybe add a little bit of fuel to the flame after that beatdown that they're going to want to come back um, against the Patriots and uh, force some turnovers, get some sacks. Um, Patriots line is very beat up. So a combination of points between me and Kamesh, we both have Vikings. Um, Vikings D here at, at only uh, 3,100. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I understand why you do it because the Patriots offense isn't dynamic and it's a cheap it's a cheap price, 3,100. It was the cheapest, right? Was it the cheapest? Uh, Must- one of, well, no, Detroit's oh, the cheapest. Guys, but- <laughs> oh, Detroit, yeah, Detroit's definitely yeah. the cheapest. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm not going to argue with it. I think they could make some plays. The only thing I'd be worried about is the Patriots – if they know you can't stop the run, well, get ready because they're going to do a lot of that with, with Harris and uh, Stevenson. So right. it could 
it could be similar in the faction of like they're not as dynamic offensively where the Cowboys can burn you over the top. But it could be one of those games where Belichick's just like, I'm just going to keep pounding you with the rock and beat you, you know, 20 to 14, something like that. Um, yeah. And just play that ball control style. But at 3,100, I, I don't know. I won't argue with it. I think it's, I think it's a good call. Um, and like I said, with mine, you're going to notice a, a theme here. <laughs> so my defense is uh, 30, 3,400 and I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So, uh, I just, I think this just spells nightmare situation for Detroit. They're, they're coming in back home on a high. They feel real good about themselves. They just beat the Giants. Problem is, Buffalo's already been in Detroit a week, so it's almost like a home game, even though it's not. Um, and here comes the real problem: is the Lions are going to find themselves behind early. And then you've got to deal with Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's a problem all in itself. And I just don't think – I don't think Detroit's going to be able to pass protect well enough to keep Goff upright. I think Goff makes a couple bonehead mistakes in this game, a couple turnovers, maybe some strip sacks. Uh, DeAndre Swift is always a prone fumbler. So, you know, there's always an opportunity that he comes in there and coughs the ball up. So I actually love Buffalo at 3,400 this week, and that's who I put in as my defense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I thought about doing that too. Um, but, I mean, I think you're right. I think you're definitely going to get some sacks. Uh, I got to watch out a little bit with the score just because Lions have shown they can score. But I do agree. I, I do think that um, they're going to either cough it up or, you know, they're going to force an interception uh, of some sort, right? So – um, that's a, that's a good pick. I like it. I just went a slightly cheaper with the Vikings, but, um, I like the bills, not so much like, don't think it just score, but yeah, to your point with sacks, you know, those are your sure points that, you know, you're not going to get any negative points once you get sacks. So, um, I like that, um, that point there. Yeah. I mean, and, and if you watch golf last week, even against the giants, when they, they, they played really well, um, Goff actually made some throws that should have been picks. There was like two of them that were in the, in the defender's hands. So um, he, he does that against the Bills, it, 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 and he's going to have to because he's going to find himself down. It's a different scenario when you've got a lead, and you can just turn around and hand the ball off. Um, so I, I just think there's just too much going up against him, playing from behind. Like you said, though, the offense has shown you they can, they can score – I'm just not sure they'll be able to get too much going. Um, I like the, like I said, I like the volume play of Armand St. Brown because um, I think he might just get so many targets. But uh, I, I think Buffalo is just going to steamroll them in all, all facets. So yeah, yep. I guess we can get into pick six. Is uh, do you want me to go low, lowest to highest, or highest to lowest? How do you want me to do it? Uh, let's go high to low. High to low. That's my fave. All right. So high to low. I'm gonna go. Uh, with Darius Slayton, 5,000 against Dallas. Uh, Dallas is like middle of the pack defensively against the pass. They're not great. They're not, uh, they're not elite. They're not horrible. They're like number 15 or 16 in DraftKings. Um, and here's the reality. It's like, who, who else are the, the Giants going to be throwing the football to? I mean, 
They had banged up at wide receiver. Slayton's continued to make plays. Now it's like four or five straight weeks where he's continued to make plays. And so I think at 5,000, the volume's going to be there um, for Slayton, especially now that Wondell Robinson's out. I mean, right. I just like I just think similar to your armor on St. Brown scenario, um, I just think – I don't think the Giants are going to want to pass the ball. I think they're going to try to ru- run the rock with Saquon. But in the situations when they do have to throw it, it, it seemed pretty obvious that they were looking for either Rondell Robinson or Slayton, and now Wondell Robinson's out. So, so uh, Wondell Robinson's out. So I think Slayton's the man in New York. So 5,000, Darius Slayton. Yeah, that's a guy that I kept playing around with a couple of scenarios. I kind of wanted to throw him in my lineup. I ended up not doing it, but yeah. – um, and to your point – I mean, they don't have Tony anymore. They don't have Wandale. They got Galladay, who's shown pretty much nothing since he's went over to New York. And actually, even uh, Richie James got hurt, right? So he's questionable coming into the game. So even James, who who's had flashes this year, he may be banged up. So process of, of elimination is Slayton in that game. So volume wise, he'll get he'll get some looks. So I, I like I like that. I just my combination guys, I didn't get him in there. Um, gotcha. But I'll go ahead and I'll say commission's pick. And I, I promise this is commission's pick here. Uh, this is uh, highest to lowest. And he's going to go with my boy, 5,300 Gabe Davis in that same Buffalo Bill game. Uh, so he's <laughs> <laughs> so he's stacking Mr. Uh, Josh Allen with uh, Gabe Davis here. Um, you know, I – I mean, I'm not. I guess I'll say it that I I have him in my lineup as well, and, and uh, you know everybody knows how much I like Gabe Davis. But I think you know since we I just made a big old trade, giving up Cooper Cup for him in our league. Um, but yeah, no, I, he is a boomer bust guy. But here at the end of the day, he's super cheap, only fifty three hundred. Uh, playing the Lions in the game, it's over. You know, over fifty three points or so worst worst defense in the league um you know just like the chances you know i said that earlier just it's nice to get a lot of pieces in the highest scoring game of the day or what's perceived to be the highest scoring game of the day so uh commission went gabe davis 5300 and i'm going to um actually give the the brown town of approval with that too so what say you about gabe i like me some gabe davis too i traded him but i just thought that the offer i got from him from a dynasty perspective made more sense for my team and where I'm, where I'm at. But I love uh, Gabe Davis. Uh, look, I, t- I told you earlier, I'm stacking Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. So I'm getting every piece of the Buffalo. I'm getting as many Buffalo bills as I can this week. I've got their defense. I've got their quarterback. I got one of their wide outs. I mean, so you're not going to hear any arguments from me on Gabe Davis. Uh, like you said, the over under is like 50 something, right? Yep. 53. Oh, yeah. Right now. I, I can see Buffalo putting 50 up themselves. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Detroit's 32nd in DraftKings against against quarterbacks, right? So, they're dead last in that field. They're 28th in DraftKings against wide receivers. So, in the, they're in the bottom five in that field, right? So, you're not going to hear arguments from me. They Their defense is, is just not good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll, I mean, with that, I'll go into my pick. And I mean, surprise, surprise, we got another Buffalo player. Um, I got a little hunch that uh, that's not going to be the last one either. But um, my pick six guy is only 4,400. 
And I'm going with the first time here on the podcast. We haven't brought this dude up too much at all this year, but I'm going with running back James Cook, 4,400. I know why. I know your logic. I know why. Oh, yeah. So, for one, we've seen Buffalo has been trying to run it a little bit more. I do like that. Cook has actually been looking great. He was uh, 11 rushes for 86 yards. Um, I mean, once they get into a comfortable lead, it's back with my Pacheco take a few weeks ago, which by the way, you yeah. did have 80 plus plus <laughs> yards when I, when I gave that take. Um, but yeah, same thing. I think game strip script wise. Yes. Singletary has been, been running well, but sometimes we try to get the cheap option at wide receiver. Sometimes I like the cheap option as, as the, um, you know, change of pace back too. they can get the 10 plus points easy. And then if they get a, uh, you know, a, la- a late game touchdown, it's even that much better. So I actually went James Cook in my lineup for only 4400 That was your most expensive? Um, It is, actually. That was my Ooh. most expensive pick six. Well, like I said, I have Gabe Davis. I knew Kamish was saying I'm sorry. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. All right, gotcha. All right, so I'll go into my second one, and lo and behold, it's another Buffalo Bill. <laughs> 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 it's 3500 and I'm going Dawson Knox. There you uh, go. A, a wise man told me he's getting a lot of looks lately. And um, it, the only thing that scares me a little bit with it is if the Bills get out and just start steamrolling, you may, you may see a lot of other guys out there. But uh, right. I like Dawson Knox. He's getting, you know, I think it's four to five targets over the last three weeks, which is – decent volume for 3,500. So I figured, you know, with the lineup I have, remember, I already told you I stacked Diggs and Allen. So I went expensive on that front. So I was like, I got to get someone on the cheaper end. I also also picked Buffalo's defense, which is also on the high end of things. So I went Dawson Knox. Uh, And here's the other thing. The Lions are 28th against tight ends in DraftKings on defense. (laughs) What do you know? What, what do you know? Bottom four <laughs> in every everything. So, um, I I like Dawson Knox at thirty five hundred. Yeah, that's kind of a good segue here, and uh, because actually that was Commission's next pick six. He went heavy <laughs> with uh, Buffalo too, so he's got Dawson Knox in there as well. Um, you know, I, sometimes I would not like not advise over having so many players in one um, one team in a lineup, but when you're really anticipating this many scores and here's the beauty about this too. It's not like they're playing the Texans where they're bad on defense and they're bad on offense. What what we're really going to be wanting to cheer for is the Lions to actually keep it somewhat interesting, making, you know, getting a couple touchdowns to force the bills to keep the pressure on. Um, And luckily I feel like the Lions do have that in the cards um, to keep it, you know, keep some scoring up. Right. Um, so that's why I do kind of like this strategy. Just throw a bunch of bills in the, in the lineup. Depends which ones, right? But um, I'm not going to fight that. Yeah, Knox has been coming on a little late. But to your point, if it's just a crapshoot, you know, um, that would be a little scary, you know, getting too many bills in because then, you, you know, you're going to run it. And then, hey, that's when uh, James Cook come, <laughs> gets involved, right? But, um, yeah, what you're praying for is just uh, – a little bit of scores on uh, the D- Detroit side. Yeah, and I think traditionally, 
I mean, I don't think that's the case this week, but I think traditionally in Thanksgiving, the Lions kind of play tough on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, this is their day, man. <laughs> this is their Super Bowl. And, well, they've they won, what, three in a row now? So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Campbell's probably trying to keep his job, right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think he's – I mean, I, I think he's actually done a pretty darn good job with that team. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's definitely made it more in- interesting for sure. Um, yeah. I think, they, yeah. I think they, they got more fight in them. They do. They do. They, <laughs> if you're a fan, you're probably a little bit more interested in the games than you were before, you know, pre-Campbell days. Yep, I'd say that. Um, so the last pick six I got here is uh, another tight end. But uh, actually, what do you know? Not from that uh, <laughs> Buffalo-Detroit game. I'm going Dal- Dalton Schultz with the Cowboys, 3,800. Um, you know, and ever since he's came back from injury, he's just, you know, not missed a beat getting back into the offensive flow um i i do like his involvement in that uh, you know in that offense since they've lost amari cooper and this and that right so lamb schultz um you know obviously the running backs but um i do like him he's been you know hovering you know just below that four thousand range for a couple weeks but he's been still putting up points so i like dalton schultz here and here's another thing i think we had this argument a little while ago but i i do i did end up agreeing with you i do like these grimy games which it, it could I wrote down, I think this is going to be a grimy game, right? Where I think this is close to the Giants Super Bowl this year, where they, they got to, if they want to make a statement, they got to make a competitive game against uh, Cowboys, which I'm sure we'll talk a little later. But like we said, you know, some of those grimy games, those, you know, if you got a good defensive game, that kind of favors tight ends sometimes. You know, if the defensive are taking, turning it up a notch, you, you kind of start turn looking to your, second to third options there in the, in the offense. So I like Schultz here at a tight end. All right. I don't, mm, I'm on the fence. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's like I'm in the middle with it. Cause the giants are in the middle when it comes to defending uh, tight ends. So they're like, they're like, a, I think 15th ranked or something like that. That they're right. not, um, they're not elite. They're not bad. Right. Um, now the giants are top five in the league um, uh, against wide receivers. So they do really good at shutting down wideouts. Um, however, they, I don't know if Adoree Jackson is going to be back this week. He got hurt. They lost two starting DBs. So it, it could, it could play into Schultz's hands. If he gets some of those seam routes, they, he, they sometimes run with him, you know, down the middle. Those like little big seam routes. He hits sometimes those 20 yarders. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't I don't mind it. I think I think he's I think it's a decent play. How much was he again? Uh thirty eight hundred. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. That that's that's doable. I won't I, I will not argue with your boy Schultz. All right. Now we can get into the meat and potatoes <laughs> of all the games, Aaron Brown, on Turkey Day. What say you is the one that matters the most? <laughs> So I kind of knew, I mean, we, we, we spent like two seconds talking about, you know, the agenda for this episode. I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm sure you're probably going to want, want to uh, talk giants, Cowboys on Turkey day. Right. So um, I think that was a pretty quick uh, agreement there that, uh, that you're on board with talking uh, uh, giants, Cowboys on Turkey, Turkey day. And uh, you know, another uh, important game, first, first meeting of these two teams late in the season. Right. 
Well, it's, well, it's a second. The Giants oh, that's lost right. second. a, a that's close right. one. They lost a close one earlier to them. Um, so I guess we can get into, like you always like to say, you know, game script, game flow. And it's one of those things. It's it's. I said it on our group, on our uh, sleeper uh, chat, that the one way you can't uh, – play against the Cowboys is you can't afford to go down early to them because Parsons is just too damn good. I mean, look, I watched Lawrence Taylor play and I'm not going to say he's the there yet, but boy, oh boy, does he remind me a lot of LT. And that's like almost blasphemy as a Giants fan to say anyone reminds me of LT. <laughs> but I mean, he is just such a game wrecker. And when you play the Cowboys and they get a, a lead on you, you are doomed because that guy is just destroying. That guy is just absolutely destroying offensive lines. I mean, he's destroying double teams. He, <laughs> and so I guess game flow is it's two, one of two ways, Aaron Brown. And the Giants have to establish the run early and, and wear them out. The Cowboys can be got – on the uh, running the football, you can run on them. The, the 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 thing is, if you go down early, what does that eliminate, Aaron Brown? The running game. <laughs> it eliminates the running game, so you can't afford to go down early. So, really, meat and potatoes of it is the Giants have to establish the run and keep that game ugly in the trenches, and then wear down Parsons. Whereas that's that's when you can almost run at him, actually. So yeah. my take my take is you got to get Saquon involved early and often, but you can be creative with it too. It doesn't have to be just turn around and hand the ball to Barkley, throw him some swing passes, which are similar to you know what Belichick was always so great at doing with his uh, running backs was those screens that were essentially the same thing as a run. You know, you do some of that if you gotta, but you got to keep it ugly and early. It, and you got to make it a, a fight in the trenches. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. I think that's that's like the formula the Giants – or, yeah, the Giants have to go with. Um, take, take, take a couple plays out of the Patriots playbook. You know, don't, don't try to get cute. I mean, fortunately, that's not really their style of offense anyway. So I think – now I was starting to think about why did the, the Cowboys um, just dominate the Vikings so much. But – Vikings really rely on, uh, you know, a little bit, you know, plays that take a little bit longer to develop, um, you know, a little bit longer passes, medium, you know, medium to a little bit longer throws and that you can't do that against the Cowboys or you, you got to pick your times. You can do that against them. Right. Um, fortunately that's not the giants play style. So, um, it could get the giant or the Cowboys defense a little frustrated, throwing some screens, throwing some choppy throws, um, you know, as long as they stay, they stick to a game plan, and even if it doesn't work early on, uh, I agree with you that you gotta, you know, you gotta establish a run or you gotta, you gotta at least just win the time of possession match, right? Time of possession and field position, and then, um, hold the Cowboys to field goals, right? If they can do that, it'll be an interesting game. And that's where I think my boy Schultz comes in, gets a little more grimy. But yeah, to your point, if they start pulling away, I, I, I think I think they could uh, be on a roll two weeks in a row. Unfortunately, I hate to say that to you, but 
if they if they get up early, I I think it's like good night early, right? But I do think it's in the cards to have a like a, a nice uh you know a nice like uh, grimy game back and forth. Yeah, and I well I think that's the that's the way the Giants can win the football game. So right. if the if the Giants do win, it's going to be on the back of their defense and on Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that's. You know, if they do win, that's how that's how they'll take care of business. You know, I don't I do not. I, I will say this. I doubt Pollard uh, makes these ridiculous plays like he did against Minnesota against the Giants. I don't think that's happening. I don't just don't think that's in the cards. But because yeah. uh, I just think Julian loves too good out there in the secondary needed to allow those type of bonehead plays. But. I mean, Dallas, like I said, it scares – anytime you go against someone like Parsons, it's – you got to be – you got to be worried about, you know, going down 14-0 or 17-0. Like, God, because that guy is just a – he's an absolute game wrecker. Yeah. He just can, he can just destroy you. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem is I don't even think you should throw in any – that much play action because I think play action will take too long. I think Parsons will just sack yeah. him too. So, I mean, it's got to be quick play actions if, if, if you're running a lot. They try a play action. I think it's got to still be like a quick one or one of those, you know, screen play action plays. Yeah. Chop, they got to just stick to the choppy plays, win the, um, you know, field position battle. And then that, yeah. then I think it'll be a little more interesting of a game. But, um, but hey, I mean, that's, there's nothing against that because, I mean, Bill Check's proven, <laughs> proven that, um, you know, for, for countless years that, you know, you just got to out, outwit your opponent, right? Yeah, I think, and I think like like those little like those little screen plays, those little dump offs. I mean, that's going to play into your hands a little bit because the the Cowboys' defense is aggressive. They're also aggressive to the point where it's it's a detriment to them too, where you know you can catch them a little bit off because they are so aggressive, right? Yeah. So I, I'm with you. I don't think you have the time to do deep uh, play action plays, but couple screens to Saquon or uh, Richie James if he plays. I think I think you can get I think you can get turn those into some nice eight nine yard gains for sure. Yeah, I think I think uh, that's the only the only recipe for the Giants to even win that football game is to keep it close and ugly and let let your defensive line uh, play that type of football. You know, I like my chances with you know Leonard Williams and. And yeah. the guys up front, you know. Yeah, and it, I mean, a sneak, super sneaky play. I mean, I probably want to do this in our in the traditional lineup we're doing, but if you do a captain's game, I would consider throwing Barkley and Burita both in your lineup, right? Just because of that game flow. I mean, get some yeah. heavy, get some heavy hitters in there too with Dak and probably CD in them. But um, I would, I would consider throwing Burita in in your lineup too if you do a captain's lineup on that game. Well, I got one for you. If you do a captain's lineup in that game, I would consider putting both defenses in. That's true. That's true, too. If that it's going to be, be that, be... that slugfest of a game, it, yeah. if, it goes that, if it goes in that direction, then you're going to win your captains by putting both defenses in. Yeah. If it doesn't, then you're going to lose by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This game is only going to go one of two ways. The Giants make it ugly and they keep it close enough to win. Or... The Giants go down early, and the Cowboys steamroll. Yeah, I agree. 
that's a hundred percent the way I think that that it can go. So. I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. And in some of the, depending on which way you go, if you go the grimy route, um, don't be afraid. If you got like four, you know, two to four thousand dollars left in your budget, you know, sometimes that just happens. If if you're going more on like the uh, game flow rather than players, then you know that works for me sometimes. If I if I've got a really good feeling how I how I want the game to go and I, I bet like it on, on DraftKings. Um, I'm not afraid to have a whole bunch of money left over my uh, my budget there. Well, you know who could be a sneaky play too? Because Wondell Robinson's out. The, the, yeah. the rookie is uh, I, I want to say his first name is Isaiah but I could be wrong. So don't crucify me guys on social media. Um, <laughs> but uh you know who I'm talking about? He, he kind of has made some plays here and there. And he's going to be like 3,000, I think. Yeah. And he, he's going to probably slot right into that third wideout spot. Richie, Richie James is, is hurt. And he might get all those, like, little routes that Wondell Robinson got. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, could be a sneaky, he could be a sneaky little play at 3,000, too. That's true. That's true. Uh, you got any, so you, you got any hot takes for uh Turkey day? Yeah. Um, the Josh Allen has five touchdowns total. Ooh, total, huh? Yeah. So he might run to win. He might throw three. He might. And Stefan Diggs is going to score two touchdowns in the first half. Ooh. Okay. So. So Diggs big game and, and Allen big game. That's what you're betting on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I remember I almost hit it with Burrow, Burrow and Chase. Remember? That's true. I'm, that's true. You're one <laughs> touchdown off. <laughs> so I'm going five touchdowns total, Allen, two of them to Diggs. That's my hot All take. Right. All right. All right. Well, I got commissions here, and he says uh, take the take the prop bet of six-plus sacks in the Patriots-Vikings game. Uh, Ooh, total. I like it. Yes, I like it. That's I, that's a good bet. That's a good it bet, is. actually. Yes. So that's you know, however it happens, it can be either team each getting three sacks, but just take the six plus prop bet on DraftKings with the the over in sacks in in sacks. Yes. Um, and then for me, I, I guess I'll do a little hot take here. Um, I'm gonna say that James Cook. Has more points than Devin Singletary this week. James Cook, more points than Singletary. Yes. All right. I want to argue. I, I mean, look, it's possible. They're going to be up. They're going to be up forty points in the first half. That's why I like it, yeah. my man. Yeah, he, they're they're going to go to the air in the first half and get get your touchdowns with Josh Allen, and then they're going to just try to nuke the game in the second half. So that that's that's what I'm rolling with. All right. Yeah. So. I like James Cook. I like game script, like you always like to say, makes perfect sense. Uh, one last thing I want to tell all our fans or listeners on uh, anyone who does fantasy lineups: hammer, hammer the Dolphins this week. Like, get as many Dolphins as you can in your fantasy lineups. This week. <laughs> they're coming go. off, dude. They're coming off a bye, and who are they playing? The Houston Texans at Miami. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's, that, good. that's like an easy captain lineup. That's like you put the Dolphins D as your captain, and then you go to uh, 
Tyreek Hill, and you just keep going down the list. And you throw, <laughs> you might throw Rex Burkhead to your, to your uh, idea. You might throw <laughs> Rex Burkhead in there as your one Texan because he may get like five or six catches. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, actually, to that point, uh, everybody stay tuned on our socials. We can give out, you know, after Turkey Day, we can give out some hints and, you know, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And we'll we'll try to give out some picks for the weekend games unless we can sneak in a second episode. But if we can't, with all the festivities going on this week, we'll we'll stay live on the socials so people can check out your Sunday game tips as well. And always, as uh, we're, we're, we'll welcome questions as well um, on that front too. So you can message us and, and, you know, tweet to us and do stuff like that as well. And we'll, we'll answer you. We, we did have a couple uh, people that, that uh, did pretty well over some of our advice over social media this week. So keep that coming as well. All right. Well, everyone eat lots of food, enjoy the holidays. And like I like to say, peace. Greens, potatoes, greens, potatoes, beans, 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 greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, 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 beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, chicken. You name it, you name it, you name it, you name it.